You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you can join us. Welcome. We're here with Dr. Cheryl Chapman uh, of Gretna Vision Source in Omaha, Nebraska. Dr. Chapman is the current president of the American Academy of Orthokeratology and Myopia Control. And also with us is Dr. Christina De La Pena, um, Premier Vision in Houston, Texas. Both of you are vision source practices, and we're going to talk a little bit tonight about the building excitement around the exchange coming up in um, San Antonio in April. And Dr. Um, but De La Pena, let's start with you because you've been in practice for about 15 years, but you joined Vision Source in January 2022. So the exchange in Washington, D.C. was your first one, correct? Yes, it was actually. I, I've been in, in practice for almost 21 years, but I've been I've owned my own practice for 15. And so um, you know, kind of trying to do this all by yourself, you know, there, I don't know what it is about optometry that <laughs> we're just kind of like, you know, we kind of stick to our own self, you know, unless you're part of a big group like Vision Source, which is super supportive. Um, you know, you, you meet once a month, um, go to um, functions like the exchange, which I hadn't been to a conference in since I was a student, (laughs) but, um, it was great just to re, um, connect with people and, and to really, well, with, with colleagues, you know, that are like-minded and sharing ideas and, you know, just really, it it really kind of gave me, a, a just a, a positive experience, you know, to say, hey, you know, I don't have to, I don't be an island over here. (laughs) I can, I can really share ideas and and with others. So that was great. And Dr. Chapman, you've been to conferences in in your career. What makes the exchange different? So I think the exchange is so different from other conferences um, from the perspective that you get a lot more practice management at the exchange than you do at other conferences. I would say, you know, the joy of going to other conferences is just really maybe being able to dial in on some of the subspecialty, um, continuing education type stuff. But when you go to exchange, I think a lot of times one of the main goals is to talk to other um, doctor owners who have kind of been down that road, been there, done that sort of thing, so that you can really kind of pick their brains on, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? Um, It's such a great place to generate new ideas on you know, creating protocols around whatever your current focus is within your practice. Um, And whatever that focus is, for sure, there is going to be someone there that is doing that or has done that. Um, And so you can really shorten your learning curve on some of the things that you're trying to do in your own practice by talking to other doctors who've um, got a lot of experience in those particular areas. Were you expecting that kind of uh, input and and networking, Dr. De La Pena, when you went? I didn't expect it to be like just so kind of massive, you know, and so many people attending. I just was like really amazed that there was the, the participation, you know, and across the, the states, you know, just people from everywhere were there, which was really awesome. So that says a lot about Vision Source because I, 
I was honestly a little reluctant at first uh, to joints. I'd been doing it on my own for so long. So I thought, well, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing okay, but it really kind of opened my eyes to see, Hey, no, there's, you, it's like, you don't have to carry all these burdens on your own. You can share and ideas like um, Dr. Chapman said, and, and um, you know, you can, if there's something you really want to get good at, you know, is it, if it's dry eye or if it's ortho K or myopia control, I mean, there's work specific workshops that you can kind of sign up for and, and, you know, share you know, um, you know, take home ideas of someone who's already an expert who's done it and, 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 you know, you kind of feel invigorated and feel like, oh, well, you know, they could do this. I'm going to, I'm going to bring this back and and implement that. Now, Dr. Chapman, you've, you've been to multiple exchanges. So has your role or your um, experience there changed? Uh, Because I suspect in, in some ways it, Earlier in your business ownership, you know, you may have been looking for those those ideas. And now as, you know, certainly a leader in the myopia management field, um, probably you're finding people asking you questions. Yeah, you know, it's it's um, been a real genesis um, moving from one thing to another. Um, when I attended my first exchange, I had only been in practice a few years and my practice was extremely young. We had almost nothing with regards to equipment. Um, but at that time I had in my mind that I wanted a very medically oriented practice. And so I wanted to take as many steps as possible to move in that direction. And so, yeah, in the beginning, I was just a sponge. I would go and I would just listen to all these, you know, different opinions and, and different experts and just absorb as much as I could and try to write the narrative in a way that was relevant to my practice and where I was at in my practice and, and to help me grow. I think at the time I had, I think I had an old retinal camera that um, had been like, it was a Polaroid, right? Like horrible. And then um, my first two purchases were I bought a GDX, if anybody remembers what those are, and I bought um, a visual field. And that was how I, that's how I kind of got my foot in the door with, you know, medical. And it's just, gosh, it's just blossomed from there. I think I have every single toy that I could imagine and, and it's beautiful and wonderful. And so, yes, my role has transitioned a bit because I'm not really in that fast growth mode anymore. Now I'm kind of more plateaued. My schedule is pretty much full. Um, and I'm just kind of zeroing in on the, the fine tuning of some of those spe- subspecialties that I love the most, which um, in my case is dry eye and myopia management. So, so that role has changed, but even though that role has changed, there's always new stuff to learn. And one of my very favorite things about exchange is nobody's afraid to share ideas. We're not each other's competition when we're there. And so everybody's just really willing to open up about their secret sauce, you know, and, um, and that's one of the things that makes it just so collaborative in nature and such a um, fantastic learning tool for everybody to kind of draw from. You, you bring up an interesting point that you sort of reached this level of stability in, in your practice. And of course, um, Dr. De La Pena, you have too, although you are about to embark on a very exciting new phase of, of your practice, aren't you? Yes, it, it is exciting, a little scary. Your adventure in front of you is that you're moving to a new location. 
yeah, I, I kind of just started my practice cold and, and so didn't have one patient to my name. And so, you know, over the last 15 years have, has seen that grow. And I was only expecting to, to stay here forever. I, I had two lanes and I thought this should be good. I'll, I'll just go back and forth between those two lanes. And, but now it just feels like, you know, I, I can't be the expert on everything. You know, I, I would like to have a colleague here to help. I, I do have one colleague who helps on Saturdays, uh, Dr. Janet Garza. Um, she's, um, she's awesome. And she's a clinical director at the University of Houston um, College of Optometry. And so she, she brings a wealth of knowledge, but she's, she's full-time at the, at U of H and, and um, part-time here. So we've outgrown our space and, and just want to give patients better, better care. When I start seeing like I'm having to refer out too many patients, like Mm -hmm. I don't do ortho. Okay. I'd love to learn, but (laughs) I don't do that. But, but, you know, maybe I can bring a doctor in who's passionate about that and can support him or her and, and get that equipment. You know, I've seen at vision source, how, you know, you can really save, you know, when you're buying new equipment, Mm -hmm. as I've, that's really one of the main reasons I, I went to the to the exchange because they were telling me there's this is the best time to buy all your equipment and mm-hmm. and to see everything to try everything and and I I still use a manual frotter but but there was all these really cool automated frotters I was like wow this is great and and needed to equip two new lanes so um so it was great to really test drive a lot of equipment and um you know really like. So yeah, it, it's it's definitely been an adventure, but it's been nice to have some support and resources to kind of ask, you know, what do I do in this situation or, you know, where I would have had to just figure it out on my own before. Right. Now, you were encouraged and and this is this is great to to bring staff with you for your for your first uh, exchange and and I think Dr. Chapman you you kind of came to realize how important that was. So um, let's let's start with you Dr. Chapman. How So for me, um, I had a really great mentor here in Omaha who he was a very um, early member of Vision Source and he was a big strong believer in staff training and he took his staff to Vision Source and I just saw that he had such wonderful staff and he had such a valuable experience with it. And so that was one thing I wanted to do, you know, from the get-go. And I found it to be extremely valuable because especially if you're new to vision source and you're, and you have, um, even if you have a younger office or, or even a more mature office that's growing, but you're going for the very first time and you're just inundated with so many opportunities with all these different, you know, lectures that overlap and you can't be everywhere. And, and also, you know, as the doctors, we don't have expertise in every area. We're not really as dialed into what's going on in our dispensary, um, you know, or maybe with patient communication stuff that maybe some of your technicians or front desk staff may be really in tune with that. So if you bring extra staff with you, you can kind of divide and conquer. You can send people to different sessions based on what their area of expertise is. And then you can come together and you can talk about, well, what's our take home and we're going to have to prioritize, right? You can't do everything all at once. And so you kind of have to, you know, create a tiering system on what's going to be most important to implement in your practice early on. And then the beauty is when your staff is at exchange, they get, you know, they get bitten by the bug of excitement. And then they can come back and be really excited with you. And they can help implement those changes in your practice. When 
you go to a conference alone and you get excited, it can be really hard to translate that excitement back to your staff who's just been at home the whole time. And so, yeah, I would say bringing your staff is one of the um, most important steps in kind of making it a more realistic way to actually implement in your practice when you come home. Cheryl, do you normally take all your staff? Um... Thank you for that question. That's a really good question um, and probably a valid point. We don't take all of our staff uh, because, you know, you still need to have your office open and available. Um, wouldn't it be an <laughs> interesting world if we could shut down our office for a week and just leave? I think that's not very realistic for most practices. Um, I'm to the point now where I do have an associate, and so it's a little bit easier for me to leave and know that patients can still be seen and things like that. But yeah, we've always left some people behind to help cover those shifts. But even before I had an associate, I would leave and we would just have a couple days without doctor coverage. Um, but we would have at least um, one staff member there to, you know, answer phones, schedule appointments, dispense glasses, etc. Mm -hmm. who, who did you bring along, Dr. Delapini? This last time I brought um, two of my team leaders. And so they kind of are more, one's more an optician and, and kind of really helping to oversee some of the other opticians and the other was, is more an admin person, um, kind of working a little more behind the scenes. And so it was, it was really good. I, I felt like, like, um, Dr. Chapman said, they get excited too, and, and they, you know, get to absorb new techniques, new strategies that interest them. I mean, they, I told them, you know, basically go look at all the frame lines and see which ones we can, we can maybe like bring in, make our optical a little more fresh, refresh it and, and, um, you know, phase out old ones. And I think we were in the process of doing frame dreams. So that was really nice to kind of have a more streamlined way of ordering things, which we're doing it the old way. I mean, it's still, it's a good way, but it's just, you know, you just don't realize how you can do things more efficiently. And, and Vision Source has kind of figured some of those things out, you know, and they enjoyed the the entertainment part too. And was, it was nice just to kind of take a break. It, they keep you busy. Oh my goodness. They keep you busy. <laughs> you want to see everything, but you just can't. So it was good to divide and conquer that. That, that was a strategy we did too, as well. I think one thing too that's really nice to remember is you know for a lot of our staff if they get to go to exchange that's a big perk you know we're we're living in an environment right now where it can be very difficult to attract staff and to keep them happy and if you are able to take them somewhere they, you know they don't go on work trips they don't have jobs that usually take them to somewhere fun um, so for them to be able to go out of the office, stay in a nice hotel, eat really great food, travel somewhere for some of them, they don't, they don't travel much. And this is like a big deal for them. I know my staff still talks about exchanges that they went to years ago and they bond with each other. You know, sometimes uh, they'll, I'll have them room, you know, two to a room and there's all this bonding stuff. They call each other roomies. Like it's, it's, it's good. It's team building. Mm -hmm. 
That's great. And and I suspect also for an, a practice that's new to Vision Source, Dr. De La Pena, did, did you feel like your staff got a, a real immersion in the, the Vision Source culture? I think they were very um, guarded at first. They were like, what's this Vision Source stuff? You know, how is this going to change what I'm used to doing? And so it kind of pushed them a little to, to kind of open up about, you know, and embrace new ideas. But I know the staff gets so used to a certain routine and way of doing things that, you know, they just, it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, so once they kind of went to the exchange and saw how so many other of their peers were doing things, um, how happy they were, or just how they were interacting, it, it really kind of Help them see, hey, no, there, there is a better way to maybe uh, process our jobs. And, and um, we normally would send frames to the lab. Each frame we'd sell off the board. And so with Frame Dream, it was that was a hard thing to kind of implement where now we just have leave our inventory on the board and we don't, we're, ne- we're never low on frames. And that has helped our sales. That has increased mm-hmm. our sales. Um, same with the contact lenses, you know. Um, we were with Marlowe, um, which was already kind of real easy to kind of get things shipped to, to uh, patients. But then you know, switching over to CLX and at the exchange, they really kind of promoted that. Um, it, them speaking to other um, offices or other office managers and, and, and getting that testimonial that, hey, this, this really works great um, was really helpful. So well, sure. The doctors are there for ideas. Why? Why shouldn't the staff be? Right? Exactly. And uh, Dr. Chapman, you mentioned the the importance of of having a plan. Do you sit down before you you go to the exchange and sort of plot out the the program? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, the agenda's available online. We look through. We kind of plan. All right, you're going to go here. I'm going to go there. And yeah, we would all take our little notebooks, take notes, and then we would have a meeting time um, sometime throughout each day where we would reconvene, kind of come together, give a synopsis of the most pertinent things that we took from the sessions we were in, um, and we kind of make our uh, our list from there on what we were going to prioritize to work on when we got home. Did did you know to do that, Dr. De La Pena? Um, yes, thankfully, we had some vision source members that kind of gave us some tips. And one of my main focuses was to come home with some equipment, you know, make a purchase, because I, I didn't want to miss the sale or the, the discount that they were offering. But, but it was also to just figure out, you know, what are some things that we can do better in our, in our practice with, with the plan of the move and transitioning and, and start preparing for that now. So, so yeah, we did take some time to kind of plan it out and, and, and sometimes the plan would change during the, the, the conference, you know, and it, it was our first time. So we were kind of just, you know, just very, um, maybe a little overwhelmed, but not in a bad way, in a good way. So what, what do you, come into the 2023 exchange with? Is it a, is it a shopping list? Is it a sort of an education checklist? What, what are you hoping to get out of this year's exchange? For, for myself, um, I think now that we've been able to implement some of the big things like uh, CLX, Frame Dream, is really kind of fine tune and focus um, on the practice management side. But yeah, I, I don't know if the same 
procedures and processes that we're doing now are really going to fit at the new office. And so trying to get little support from other doctors who have gone through this and say, oh, I learned this and, you know, implement it this way or um, so, yeah, just trying to help with uh, growing the, you know, kind of implementing new new procedures um, at, at, in a bigger space, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Chapman, or do, do you have a wish list for this year's exchange? Uh, I always have a wish list. Uh, so as I mentioned, two of my biggest passions are um, my subspecialty of um, myopia management and also my subspecialty of dry eye therapy. Um, last exchange, I purchased my IPL um, to supplement my Lipaflow, which I've had for um, probably since about 2016. So that's very exciting. And I'm also, I'm one of the co-founders for um, a new up-and-coming company called Peak Pro. And um, so we will be exhibiting at Exchange this year. We exhibited last year. And so I guess that's that's kind of like a different role for me as well to kind of be um, in the arena of lots of people coming and asking me questions about those sorts of things. So we're excited to be there again with, with Peak Pro because we have um, like a foaming eyelid cleanser and a lid debridement device, um, which is very exciting. But I also love talking to doctors about the myopia management therapies. I get a lot of questions about that um, because people will often recognize that I'm very active with the American Academy of Orthokeratology and Myopia Control. You know, and and I think both of these areas are areas that are still rather underserved. And one of the most important things is that we need more providers who are really highly trained in these areas to help um, so that they're comfortable right? Like Dr. De La Pena said, she doesn't do ortho-K, but she really wants to maybe have somebody in her practice who does do that. But there's just not a ton of doctors who are very, very comfortable with it right now. And so my goal is to help doctors find their path, you know, find the tools, whether that's attending, you know, Vision by Design Conference, which I'm, I'm very um, involved with kind of cultivating that conference, um, or whether it's, you know, finding good companies to work with or, you know, good mentors to talk to in their area. It's just so important because I know Vision Source doctors are early adopters. I know that they are the leaders in, you know, some of the best practices. Um, and so I'm just really pleased to be in an environment with so many go-getters, um, with so many motivated doctors who want to know the best technologies. They want to know the best way to do things. Um, so yeah, as I'm there, I'm I'm probably not going to buy anything major this year because I really have purchased everything that I need up to this point. Although I think that, and then I, you know, I find something new that I want. Um, but I'm really there more for the networking aspect and just to like, you know, just to talk to doctors who are practicing at the highest level and, um, you know, and to be there as a resource for some of the newer doctors, the doctors who are getting their feet wet to um, ask questions and help guide them. Because I know I had so much guidance when I was, you know, a newbie at Vision Source and I appreciated every bit of it. So. Did you um, expect this kind of uh, bubble of support, um, Dr. De La Pena? As an outsider, <laughs> you know, um, you always hear Vision Source so is so great, and um, so I was I was excited and I was open to to learning more. And then 
but I didn't expect, yeah, the the level of support that Vision Source. They want their doctors to to succeed, and they want um, their doctors to to um, really be more like a family. You know, um, they're they're very like I, uh, Dr. Chapman said. It, it's like there's no like competition. It's it's we're here to support one another. So that was really nice. That that was really nice to kind of really, you know, see because. Like I said, you feel like an island other than maybe some local meetings and you see old colleagues, but it very easily just get stuck into your own little world. And um, this really helps force you going to the exchange um, to be like around like minded, you know, doctors and and, and that help challenge you. You know, you, you might say, OK, maybe I'm being all too complacent about this ortho <laughs> ortho. OK, I, I need to like learn this. I, I kind of I, I haven't you know, uh, touched ortho okay, but, um, I've really ventured out with scleral lenses. And so I started, you know, with some hybrid lenses and now scleral lenses, I'm really having fun with the scleral lenses. So I might have fun with ortho okay too. You, you just never know. Oh, you know? oh, Dr. De La Pena. Yes, you would have fun with it. <laughs> Message me later and we'll get you started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to thank you for having us. Um, I just think it's fantastic to talk to another another great um, woman leader in the field and to hear kind of her journey. I know the listeners may not realize this, but um, Dr. De La Pena was just one year ahead of me at University of Houston. Um, so it was just, it was delightful to turn on the call today and to see um, her lovely face. Oh, well, thank you. Same, same to you, Dr. Chapman. I'm sure you two will look for each other at the exchange, April 19th to 22nd in San Antonio. And uh, listeners can learn more about what's on the agenda and uh, how to register at vstheexchange.com. Dr. Chapman, Dr. De La Pena, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again on WL Voices. If you'd like to be a guest on the series, please send us an email at wovoicesonline at gmail.com, through our website at womeninoptometry.com, through Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.